0: Hey guys, welcome to this, the 200th episode of Dance Fever.
1: We're having a party here, you just can't see it.
0: A Dance Fever party? Yes. I'm Eddie Lee.
1: We have a disco ball and streamers and all kinds of crap. And I'm Terry Ann.
0: And we are Southern West Virginia's premier dance competition show fan podcast.
1: I thought we were going to be something more exciting than that.
0: It's the best I can do without stepping on any toes.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: Yes, this is episode 200 and it is going to be pretty close to the same as the other 199. So.
1: Yes, probably so.
0: We we don't get into that guest Switch star excerpts yeah, all that we no. we tried to get some of the dancing with the star people, but they were all booked. We we were too late. But this is episode three of season 22.
1: Most, most memorable, memorable year. year. Yes. We didn't have an opening dance by Mandy Moore. They just went straight into they needed introducing the, anybody. I'm telling you, I guess. Because they were rushing people along, too. So they mm-hmm. really needed the time. We have Tom and Aaron still as our guest host and hostess, and Carrie Ann, Lynn, and Bruno as our judges extraordinaire. Or ignoring, whichever one you feel. And when I give scores, it'll be in that order. Carrie Ann, Lynn, Bruno. And next week is Disney Week. Just thought I'd throw that in there. It's and always... they have a
0: guest judge next week.
1: Uh-huh, they do. Who is it? It is Zendaya. Because it's she's Adaya. a Disney product.
0: That's right. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah. So memorable year is always tear-filled and heart-wrenching. and.
0: What network is a Disney product? ABC. Oh, what network is Dancing with Stars on? ABC. Oh gee, I wonder why it's ABC. on there. ABC. Yeah.
1: So, first couple out are Ginger and Val doing a contemporary piece, and her year was very upbeat. It was still sentimental and, and sappy, but it was very upbeat because it was 2013. It was the year that she met her husband. She took Val to the fountain in the in the town, the little town square. of I don't remember what town. But it was where she first met her husband. They had their first kiss there. They had their first date there. And that's where he took her to get engaged. She said they've done everything but have the baby at the fountain.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I think they made the baby at the fountain. No, they, they didn't, didn't make the, the baby, baby at there. the fountain.
1: No, that's too a little too public. But she said everything else was at the fountain except for the baby. Given the way
0: Ginger's been, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: I'm telling you, she's... she's She's so sweet, but she's just like, no filter. No filter. Anyway, it was a very nice contemporary piece that they did to what song? Home by Philip Phillips. And why did they choose that song?
0: Because... I don't know.
1: Her husband knew that she liked that song, got the sheet music, and when they moved into their house posted together, a, a, posted the sheet music up on the wall.
0: Yes, that's right. So
1: that's why they – I mean, and Val did an excellent job. You kept com- oh, talking about wow, what a wonderful that, job he did because the whole dance was her life.
0: Yes, it was her story. And this was – now, he did have the benefit of the style. First of all, the style made all the difference yes. because watching some of these other dances, you you can't tell the story that the
1: um Most memorable year
0: the 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 star is giving you because of the music, because of the dance that you have to put it to. Right. You, you just you can't tell the story. But this Val choreographed he he spent so much time listening to her. And he picked those things that were the, um, the 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 backbone of why she felt the way she felt at those different times. And he put all of that into that dance. It was it was contemporary, it was a nice um, slow ish song, not a not a ballad, but it was a slower song, kind of a down tempo trip hop. No, it wasn't trip hop, but it was down tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just—I was floored home. by da, 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 how well he da, 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 choreographed her story. Yeah. It, it was just—I I was so impressed. I have never been this impressed with Val. Not that he can't
1: choreograph, but
0: this especially was more contemporary than because con- contemporary
1: is not his stick. He is a ballroom dancer, and, core- and contemporary has never been all that easy for him. It's a little easier than like hip hop contemporary kind of thing but still it was it was difficult for him normally and he did such a good job and they got three sevens for a total of 21
0: excellent excellent chance excellent
1: dance, yes next out were doug and karina doing a waltz
0: to kermit the frog's
1: rainbow connection and He picked a really sad year. It was the year he lost both of his parents. And he dedicated this dance to them. And it was a beautiful dance. It was very emotional. He was near tears the whole time, especially during the talk with the judges afterwards. And he had a small misstep. He was doing the turn with her and kind of got... It's the one where she had her her leg out doing a turn, and he's helping her, assisting her turn. He kind of got stumbled up on her foot as it came around. But still, it didn't really... I didn't think it really detracted from the dance that much because it was just so emotional, really. And everybody was crying, and so... You know, it was like, okay. And the woman who sang the song butchered it. But anyway, <sighs> they got a 7, a 6, and a 7 for a total of 20.
0: And she was a special guest uh, of the show. And, she sang later on. Yes. Again.
1: And in my opinion, to give him just one point less than Ginger was not fair. No. I thought Ginger's dance was much better. Than, if you're going to call Doug a 7, if that's where you're going to put your 7 standard... Then she should have gotten more than a seven, or the other way around, or he should have gotten sixes, right? Whatever. That that was not that was not. You can't look at those scores and say, "Oh well, he must have done as good as she did," because that's not true. It's not. Uh, next couple out were Kim and Sasha doing a foxtrot
0: to, of course, the theme song uh, for Facts of Life, which is credited to Alberton. Gloria Loring, and Alan Thick,
1: And it was, she chose in 1976, when she got her very first commercial, as the Mrs. Butterworth Kid. And after we watched the commercial, we were like, oh yeah. Okay, yeah, that was her. But she chose to do a Facts of Life theme. She was dressed up as Tootie, with the little pigtails and everything. And at, in the green room or red room or whatever color room, she had on skates, but not out when, in the dance floor. She didn't have skates on on the dance floor. And she did a pretty good foxtrot. I personally did not think it was better than Ginger's contemporary dance, but Carrie Ann did and gave her an eight. Lynn thought it was the same, gave her a seven, and Bruno thought it was the same, gave her a seven. Not, Okay. The judges are really getting on my nerves this evening. Number 4 were Vaughn and Whitney doing a contemporary piece.
0: To Phil Collins in the air tonight for really odd reason.
1: And he chose 2016, of course, because he was the MVP of the Super Bowl team that won the Super Bowl. And he chose this song because this is the song that he gets ready with for a game. And he said it just fit that he would use it to get ready to dance his contemporary dance. And I think it helped him because I think this was his best dance so far this season. It was the most serious, it was the most in-the-style dance. Because the other ballroom dances they've chosen to put some really like funky dance moves into. And it kind of ruined it for me. But this one, it was very good. Very good dance. They got a 7, a 6, and a 7. Next couple out were Marla and Tony doing a jive.
0: To Farrell Williams' Happy.
1: And this song was butchered, but not by the woman that butchered Doug and Karina's song. But it was butchered by the band. Whew, man, I love this song, and it was just like, ah. But anyway, he, she chose 1993, the birth of her daughter, Donald Trump's daughter. Poor child. And it was a pretty good jive. It wasn't the best job I've ever seen, but it was not bad either. She moved. She managed to keep it up. The kicks and flicks could have been a little sharper, and I think Bruno was the one that called her on that. But it was still good, especially she's my age. Hey, there you go. Go for it. Three sevens, total of 21. Next couple out, we're Antonio and Sasha doing a foxtrot.
0: Antonio and who?
1: Sharna? Sharna, sorry. Sasha is I know. not Kim with him, is he? Yes, he's Kim's partner. Sorry. Oh, Kim, oh yeah, Kim I can't read Sasha. my scribbles. Okay. I scribble Antonio and Sharna doing a foxtrot. And and you'll have to excuse
0: uh Terri Ann. She's come down with a case of con funk from a comic book convention we went to this week.
1: Apparently you're supposed to catch a cold and I did. So there you go. So Foxtrot two. Antonio Lucas
0: talking. Graham's seven years.
1: And he chose 2007 when his son was born, and he broke a college record all at the same time. We found out, I did not know that Antonio had three children already.
0: Uh, already. Oh. Well, he had one when he when was, he was a, in college. A, a junior or senior in college. But still, he's got
1: three now, and he says that kids are, that his family are the most important thing to him. And Sharna's like, yeah. That that is the most important. I I'm, I like this Antonio better than the booming Antonio. I must say, uh. they did a fox trot. He had his oldest, I would say, maybe not the youngest. It was my maybe the oldest or the middle kid. I'm not sure which. As part of the dance. It was very nice how it started. You saw a close-up of the child sitting on a bar stool, and the song is about, you know, growing older, and it turned the camera turned, and it went to him, and it looked like he grew up from the small child. It was kind of cool, because cool, the kid looks just like him. He could not deny him. And it was a pretty nice dance. It was one of the better dances that Antonia has done this season so far. It's, I mean, it's only the third one. But he he and Vaughn are both settling into... I think, actually getting serious about the dance. And they got a 7, a 6, and a 7. So, woo-hoo. Next out was my favorite dance of the night, Paige and Mark. Yay, Mark got better and, and felt like dancing tonight. He was in the rehearsals. every. It was his concept, his rehearsal, his dance. There were times when he had Alan or someone else dancing with her in order to conserve his back. But he danced this night, and it was a pasta Doble. And they danced to...
0: Jorge Quintero's 300 Violin Orchestra.
1: And it was so cool. They had a UFC fight ring set up in the middle of the dance floor. She chose 2014 when she had her very first UFC fight. The whole dance was based on... Had the UFC fight ring and was based on a lot of martial art moves with posso moves mixed in and it was so fascinating and so good I just I can't say enough about it. It was it was my favorite dance of the evening and Lynn is a stick in the mud because he could not accept the fact that they had taken this brilliant idea, thank you Mark, of taking martial art moves which are so poetry in motion anyway mixing it with PASO, and she did it perfectly. She was doing roundhouse kicks with a pirouette and and stuff i mean it was just it was beautiful and and lynn just needs to be smacked upside the head and they got an eight a seven and an eight i well, thought it deserved better than that
0: he was consistent because he was like that all night
1: yes he was he, he, he was, was pissy just all night being,
0: yeah well pissy he was being a bitch yeah all was- night long i don't all know what night. the deal with no. him is but man, yeah, he wasn't he liking just,
1: anybody's stuff really yeah
0: he he deserved to be smacked
1: Although he did like the last two, but anyway. So the next couple out were Jody and Keo doing a foxtrot.
0: To Andra Day's
1: Rise Up. And it was almost more a contemporary dance than a foxtrot to me. I did not know. I had not kept up with Jody Sweetin. I didn't know, but apparently she, after Full House, had a very... Low point in her life, lots of drugs, lots of drinking, lots of just not knowing what to do with her life and and just drowning it. And it has, she has been sober for five years now. She got into a program, has been sober for five years. And when they called her to come back to the second Full House show. Fuller House. <coughs> Fuller House, yes. She was so excited because she felt like she had been given back... A gift as a as a um, reward for what she had managed to pull herself out of, but the dance was very emotional. But it was way too jerky for me for a foxtrot. It was more contemporary yeah, than it was it, foxtrot. Yeah, it wasn't very. very <laughs> but it was foxtrot. it was not that it wasn't a good dance. It was a very lovely dance. It just wasn't a foxtrot to me. But the judges didn't seem to mind and gave her an eight, a seven, and an eight. The same thing that Paige got didn't agree with that. Next couple out were Misha and Artem doing a samba.
0: To Miley Cyrus's party in the USA.
1: And she chose 2008 for her year of change. Apparently she'd gotten...
0: Not her year of change. Her most memorable year.
1: But it was her year of change, which is why she chose 2008. Because that's when she had gotten kind of tired of the OC and was trying to move on and doing stuff. Anyway. She had fun, but she can't dance. This was the first time she appeared to really have some fun, but she still can't dance, and she got three sixes, and I thought that was generous. Next out were Wanya, 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 and Lindsay. Sorry, Wanya. We're just going to butcher your name all season, I swear. And they did a waltz.
0: To a rendition of The Star-Spangled Banner. As recorded by Boys to Men for the closing ceremony of the 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games.
1: They did the song for the 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games.
0: They re recorded it for yeah.
1: this show specifically. Got together again like this week and re recorded it.
0: But dare I say, it was the same arrangement they used. Yes, before.
1: but I think it says a lot that it was, what, 20 years later mm-hmm. that these men still had the yeah, voices. Exactly. Because it much. was beautiful. Yeah. It was absolutely beautiful. It was weird to watch a waltz done to the Star Spangled Banner. Really weird. But it was a beautiful rendition. He chose 96 Boys to Men singing at the Olympics, which is why he chose to do the song again. And he can dance. I mean,. Wayne doesn't have to worry about whether or not he can dance, because he can dance. And he got three eighths, which was the high score of the evening, until this very last dance happened. And this is Niles and Pita doing a tango. And they tangoed too.
0: Um, Owl City's uh, Verge featuring Aloe Black.
1: And this was absolutely... He chose 2012... It was the year that he went world traveling without his interpreter. Just by himself. He wanted he had grown up in a family where everyone was deaf. Everything that he had done was, you know, very close to home and lots of support and he wanted to go out and prove that he could take care of himself, I guess. In in I, a in a manner of ways. Yeah, so, I guess. So he went out by himself and did it. But he is just incredible. The first two dances blew me away. This one blew me away once again. He, he, it's just incredible how someone who cannot hear anything, he's profoundly deaf. And that means that you cannot hear anything. And he still manages to do what he does. That to me is phenomenal. And he got an 8, an 8, and a 9. Because it was beautiful. It was a beautiful dance. We sat here the whole time going, no. Uh, it's no, just... You know, no. It's one you know. thing
0: to watch him dance and, and see how well you know he does it. But then when you realize that he does not hear anything, mm-hmm. but yet he is moving like that. Now, last week, Carrie Ann brought uh, to, to, to the fore a very, very good point that we'll be telling later on. Uh, it made PETA angry.
1: Oh, the musicality?
0: But it's a very good point. <laughs>
1: well, uh, uh, because PETA... he can't
0: hear, because he can't feel the music, there's no way for him to interpret and thus have any sort of musicality. Now, he will be able to move in rhythm to the music. That's that's part of it, um, through learning and teaching of PETA. But truly, Physically expressing the emotion of the movie, he will not be able to emote the movie, the music. He will not be able to emote to the music
1: ever, which he did better this time, according to Carrie. And Peter got mad because she's like, "How do you teach someone who's profoundly deaf musicality? Well, you I, have to hear the and, music to, have, to have musicality."
0: Peter has a very, very good point. But yeah. Carrie Ann does also. In judging the performance, musicality is one of the criteria that you look at.
1: Right, but I think that this is something that PETA can deal with, because even though it's not going to be the same as if he could hear the music, I know he can understand the concept of soft and loud. Well, she just has, and to so she just has to teach him. The music is soft, everything, and, soft, and that, then it that gets louder, yeah. and this I mean, is when we're going to do, you know, and that way he'll be able to get the feel of the music.
0: He'll just he'll just have to learn it all. Yeah, he, he won't be able to feel anything and try to express it. She'll just have to tell him what to do, right? And he'll have to repeat that, right? Not that that's impossible by any means, but it just means that it will be. Uh, even more, mm-hmm. and a- as the dances go on, it will become more and more apparent as to whether or not he's doing it because it will be he he will level off.
1: I think he can do it
0: at a point. We'll I just really have do. to wait and see. I really do. I think he but, can do. But uh, you know, it was because funny.
1: it's it's fu- it's one thing to not be able to hear the music, and but he it, to be such a good dancer. To be a good mover. He moves very well. He's very graceful. He finishes. He's just, he's very in the form of the dance. I'm sure he must watch film of other dancers doing these dances. Because he's got his body in the right position even. The knees are bent or not bent. The butt in or not in. And he's got his body in the correct position for the dance. And there's not many other people this season who even mm. do that.
0: No. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true.
1: And I think it's because he's so visual because he can't hear.
0: Maybe so. He he has to do other things because he can't hear. Mm-hmm. And, and
1: and I think he notices things. At
0: this point in his life, he is practiced doing whatever else he has to do Yeah. to make up for his lack of hearing.
1: So they told them immediately that they were safe, right after they got their scores. Yes. And then they came out and had everybody line up and told Doug and Misha and Jody that they were in the bottom three. Um, or we're in danger, not in the bottom three. Yeah. They still have this, you may or may not be in the bottom three, but you're, in yeah, you know, I don't, I, don't I don't know that know. I necessarily
0: agree with Jody being there. I
1: don't think Jody should have been in the bottom, but I agree Doug and Misha. Yeah. Completely. And the rest of them are kind of a crapshoot. Once you get rid of Doug and Misha, everybody has something that they're pretty good at and potential to be even better. It, Doug and Misha are about...
0: It, it gets tougher after those yeah, two. Yeah,
1: it gets tougher. So Misha is is put out of her misery and doesn't have to come back anymore and dance.
0: And in a, in a way, that's unfortunate because she had kind of an epiphany um, this past week. Um, but I think what happened is that the voting public was so put off by her shenanigans previously because I really think that doug that that she has been a better performer than doug.
1: I don't know that's pretty even to me, but
0: she i and I at least she,
1: Doug has a very good attitude about the whole thing,
0: oh, yeah, well, I was to say I think she got punished because of her attitude that's that's what that turned out to be um. Not
1: not that she was bitchy.
0: Not that that's right or wrong. And you know, not, not that she was just,
1: not that she was not going out there and doing anything. She was just she, so self defeating. She
0: yeah. She just so self defeating. The, the right attitude to no. be successful at it.
1: Poor Artem because I really like Artem, but now he'll get to dance in the troop some more. So.
0: Yep, we have uh, some dances already known. Antonio and Sharna are going to be doing a jazz. Doug and Karina are doing a jazz as well. Jody and Keo, a cha-cha-cha, and Mark and Paige, a quick step.
1: She should be good at that.
0: And that's all that has she's come She's got to have
1: some fast feet for the fighting.
0: So far. Well, we'll see. Uh, good on her feet, anyways. Yeah. On, her, on her toes.
1: She's um, a good dancer. She's doing really well this season. She,
0: she really is. Yeah, she's a really.
1: She's very graceful.
0: If she's never done anything like this before,
1: you can, she she,
0: yeah. she does really well. She has a lot of natural uh, ability, if that's yeah. the case. All right, guys. If you want to send us any feedback concerning our 200th episode, you can send it to dancefever at gmail.com. We have Facebook and Twitter uh, – Facebook and Google Plus pages, rather. Uh, Dance Fever is also on Twitter, so you can tweet us. But – Of course, you can limit it to – you have to limit it to 140 characters or use one of those shrinking services.
1: We'd be happy with like five characters.
0: And USUX. Actually, yeah, that would be uh, five. One, two, two, four, five. Um. Or you can send uh, leave comments on the website, which is com slash Dance Fever.
1: But no matter which social network you choose, be sure you spell Fever, F-E-V-R-E. And it would be great if we had at least one person say something, like happy anniversary, I don't know. I have streamers, I have a mirror ball, and I have cookies, I don't know.
0: It'd be cool. It's been a while since we've gotten any kind of feedback. Um, it's a very
1: long while.
0: Not since you mispronounced the name of an astronaut. I know. Have we gotten any feedback?
1: Do I have to mispronounce somebody's name again? I, I don't know. W- Wanya, Wanya, I mean, isn't there a fan out there, the Backstreet Boys, that can, like, get on me for mispronouncing?
0: I don't think fans Boys of to the men. Backstreet Boys would really care how you Boys pronounce it. name. to men sorry. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: See? So comment
0: so there we we go you're just throwing them all together i
1: am i'm trying to get something they all i'm trying to get something moving out there is that what it is they all look the same
0: man that's
1: no i just never was a boy band fanatic
0: okay all right guys that's it next week episode four of so you think no dancing with the stars yes and episode 200 plus for us here at dance fever We'll talk to you guys then. Bye. The Dance Fever Podcast is a Teal production and as such is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial, non-derivatives 3.0 unported license.